0: Oahu um, <laughs> Charlie oh, Aloha Corey oh, oh, I said the island didn't I <laughs>
1: Oh I was like is that how they say hi <laughs> no. I, For a second I was about to say Oahu um, Aloha Corey Yolanda Aloha. aloha. I um, just Charlie. lived my best life did you just literally come off a plane? <laughs> literally. Still have my carry on sitting over here.
2: <laughs> so sweet.
1: My throat is still, you know, that air when you're on that plane for like 10 plus hours. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just got back from Hawaii, Oahu, with, with Hawaii. hubby. Hawaii. Mm-hmm. With hubby for our seventh anniversary vacation.
0: Amazing, you guys. Life has changed. I'll be honest. I went to Hawaii a thousand years ago, but when I saw your Instagram, all I can think about is the movie Moana.
1: You Why? even DM me, Moana, I was, uh, Moana. Okay. Well, I was I like do the you see? On the beach It's on my references. I have not seen Moana,
0: but you th- that seriously, that reference like low tonight. Watch it. Watch it. <laughs> I it want you and your husband movie? to watch it. It is don't it's it's okay.
2: <laughs> is it what? It's, it's a kids, kids movie. movie. I oh yeah,
0: freaking. but I'm it, looked it. Like I'm it. Ba- it looked like everything. Ta- especially when you're on that boat in that bed, it looked like tafiti
1: And this was epic because seven years ago on these dates, we went to Hawaii for our actual honeymoon, just a different island. Oh, so it was really my a moment. Gosh, this moment. It. I wish I
0: could take you guys. We gotta do like a yes girl trip. All right, tell love me it. the one thing that was so special about this trip. The
1: views, the ambiance. You can't. Everywhere you go in Hawaii is a vibe. Wow. Like you can't. You can't. You. You just can't go wrong. Like if you want romance. It's a moment. You can't okay. go wrong. Like, And they barely get rain. The weather's always beautiful. The temperatures are always mild. Like, it's not. You don't have to worry. The flight is hell. Okay. <laughs> Ten plus hours. I'm not going to lie. We were like, oh, my God. But when you get there, you get it. Just being there, the vibe.
0: Mm. It's a moment. Did you see a lot of spam? Spam? No. Apparently in Hawaii so. they like live for spam. Oh,
2: spam the food. Spam the you food. You think about I'm... your inbox? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. Spam. Was it checking working? Out? I
1: thought I would. I heard that, but I didn't. No, just all kinds of macadamia nuts and cookies and layers. I got a flower crown. I love. Check my IG. It was everything. And we got a traditional Hawaiian blessing on our marriage, which was lit. Nice. Oh, nice but food. I miss you guys. I'm back. I made it.
2: Yay! Yay.
0: Well, ladies, we're here again yes. for another week of Yes Girl. Woo, sage. Sage. <laughs> uh, speaking of Sage, we have two great guests today Aisha Curry, who is making it rain. In the pots and pans department of every major target and wherever you get your home goods. But she's also Steph Curry's wife, beautiful soul, um, amazing cook. She came and talked to us. And also we talked to Latham Thomas, Mama Glow, a wonderful doula, celebrity doula, but you know, regular folks doula. Um, But just... Another wonderful spirit. So this is kind of our self-care episode. episode to bosses. Yes. B A W, yes. Wonderful women. <laughs> um, but we first want
2: to share the love that you guys have been so graciously giving us on social media. So thank you for rating and reviewing Yes Girl on Apple Podcasts. We see you, girl. Or boy. <laughs>
3: yes.
2: <laughs> we love reading your thoughts. So please keep it up. Keep it up. And tell your friends about Yes Girl and continue to use the
0: hashtag yes girl podcast we want to get into some of this twitter love and i have one especially for you charlie pan i'm ready from the princess of zamunda <laughs> love it at what dd says when i went to summer camp as a kid we stayed in cabins not tents voila glamp hashtag glamping <laughs> yes oh. hashtag yes girl podcast lol <laughs>
2: finally um, a boat for me miss dd <laughs> we are gonna have to talk <laughs>
1: Thank you, Swiss. <laughs> Thank you for the support because everybody else said I wasn't.
2: Oh, awesome. I love it. Barry at Podcasts in Color wrote us and said, "Yes, girl." Podcast episode with Gabby you is featured on Apple Podcasts too. Congrats, ladies! Hashtag Pods in Color and shout out
1: to Barry because po- that Podcasts in Color Twitter feed Thank is you. all about the love for podcasts of color, and he's doing a great job. All right, next up we have Kenyara. Um, she says, is it Miss Y-A-R-I, Miss Jari? Mint majesty plus a new podcast equals Friday night relaxation. Hashtag guest girl podcast. I feel it. Mint majesty tea. Oh. Tea emoji. I was like, what well, is mint majesty? I know. I'm sorry. I, just, I missed the tea and emoji. And I kept
0: looking at the emoji. <laughs> but I tea emoji. I hot, tea emoji. Tea, hot, hot tea emoji. Hot tea emoji. Oh. Oh, I, 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 hot tea? Oh, oh, I get, get it? it, girl. I really get it now, girl. Yep. <laughs> we get it, get it. it. <laughs> it's a little got early. It. It's a little early for us get my coffee get my coffee
1: thank you everyone else for sharing and keep talking to us we're listening reading and loving your comments
0: and you can communicate with us directly I'm at Corey Murray at Yoli Zama and at Charlie Pine on Instagram and Dog on Twitter so I got a few with y'all too cause Uh-oh. y'all head up oh, sure. um, oh what we do essence.com <laughs> and oh, this is for all my Hampton University people Why oh. was it so much how it love this weekend. Oh, I love But all right, real talk. It wasn't even y'all. Like, everybody in my feed, I was like, did everybody go to How It's Homecoming? Or spellman in Morehouse. True. Yes. I didn't know it was called Spellhouse. It is. It's a know, thing. I just learned that. I'm yes. a Spelmanite,
2: y'all, just in case people
1: didn't know. Good job. Shout out good. to all my
2: Spelman women.
0: Man.
1: I
2: mean, you know, I think this was retaliation because <laughs> on Friday, um, everybody, if you go to Corey's um, social media feed, <laughs> She had on a sweater that had H-U on it. And I was like, wait, which H-U are you talking about? Ooh. The real H-U. There is only Ooh. one. <laughs> Yo, this war will go okay. on for a <laughs> So I think as Essence editors, we were like, uh-uh, we're going to get her. Mm-hmm. So the whole weekend was about Howard University yep. homecoming Boom. on Essence.com. No, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny because it's been an ongoing thing, right, it for digital. Like last year, we did Howard and Spellhouse and too, then Spellhouse yeah. and mm-hmm, but we I did didn't. Howard
1: first and Spellman and Morehouse were like wait uh-uh. you
2: I have to say though Hampton is
1: not as vocal as the yeah. other uh, people wait uh, a minute uh, no 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 like, like when Spellman and Morehouse get uh-oh. left taken take it off my we, ear they told
2: us the Spellhouse crew was like yes, uh uh-uh, uh uh-uh. uh-uh. since you will not leave us out cause right. you know Hampton's a little more dignified okay
1: we don't clap
2: back
0: we just we don't send y'all a nice
1: Spellman well Ooh, we're gonna send a Google. letter we're gonna send Look. you a nice letter we're Look. gonna mail it to. i have to say though i just love a good hbcu
0: war anyway. oh, no. and this
1: like homecoming weekend really gives us a Please, nostalgia. All right.
0: guys this this is all jokes and fun hampton and howard love each other yay but we don't but yay but still but, <laughs> but still but i do love hbcu homecoming period and yeah, howard's period. homecoming looked fucking lit yeah. and even no, though no. i was Cardi in hawaii B.
1: i had fomo on my yeah. feed
0: from Rhonda Thompson, who's our creative director, she said she went in the whole, Dougie Fresh had the whole yard what? swag surfing. Oh, my
1: God. Why? She said the
0: whole yard.
1: Wow. And shout out That's to Howard. Because even when I was a Spelman student, we mm-hmm. did ours and then we drove to Howard's. Wow. Like Howard oh, yeah, please. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, when I was in school, in Howard's, one of the Howard sweatshirts was, it just said Mecca. Because it was like the Mecca. Yeah. You went to the Mecca. And low key, I really wanted to go to Howard, but they was trying to charge me like out of state fees, and I lived in Maryland, and I was like, you were, like not,
2: "We're not doing nice. not done that." <laughs> so I went to Howard for one year. You can wrap it. Mm-hmm. And so each each time homecoming comes around, I'm like, I only went there one year. And People are like, "Girl, come on." People in. go to homecoming that never even went to Howard. Guilty. So you need to <laughs> now see go. if you
0: went to Hampton. Hampton's rule is if you've gone for like even a semester, you are always a Hamptonian. Okay. See, we
1: have class. great.
0: I have love for Hampton. My brother is a Hampton University graduate.
1: Oh look at. That, nice. the the I applied to Hampton.
2: I got in. See, but you know, I got Hampton. the other hu was a little more persistent. Oh my god! Because so you know, Hampton's dignified, so they didn't really come after me. <laughs> <laughs> the way hu wait, whose
1: homecoming is left? <laughs>
2: well, I Let met a lady know. yesterday. She said. Uh, she was getting her hair done and she said, oh, I'm getting my hair done to go to um, Norfolk State's um, oh, uh, mm-hmm. homecoming. Hey. I was like, oh, that's cute. I didn't it think any more homecomings were live. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Down. I was just <laughs> I was just messing with her. Please, I was just messing with no, her. But no, but it's funny, the but internet. a few more, um, like There's she, more Norfolk State, I guess is in Virginia. Yeah, yeah, they're having, our, they're having yeah. it this weekend. So. Well,
1: anyone who's still got homecoming comments shout
2: out
0: please to you. Please tell us, please keep us the, with the photos. We love it. Tag we love it. But on a sad note, um, I, I know some sad news this week. yeah it was it was it was like s- sad news but also angry news <laughs> so Starge- sergeant sergeant Le- la david johnson who was killed in an ambush in Ni- niger um you know green beret green beret mm-hmm. died in active duty horrible left behind a wife with two kids and pregnant um their babies their third child is due you know the top of the year and you know that you know call that the president should always you know make to a fallen soldier well you know allegedly not even reportedly um trump was very dismissive to when he called her when he called her quite horrible and you know he stumbled on her on his name and maisha voiced it you know what i mean she talked about it um Representative Frederica Wilson, who is her, you know, legislator from Florida, Mm -hmm. was in the car and vouched and said, no, he was totally dismissive.
1: I heard he didn't even remember his name. He didn't. Mm -hmm. He didn't remember
0: it. So it was that was just heartbreaking. But, you know, of course, you know, black Twitter went in and uplifted her name, uplifted her. Don Lemon. I don't know if you guys saw him. He did an open letter to Donald Trump on his show on CNN. And I mean, he was so emotional like he was crying because it was like this is our president and you're not even dignified like just this is a soldier period seriously mm-hmm. you know and then what um i don't know if you guys have started noticing they've really not started tracking well news outlets that president trump now has a clear record that how disrespectful and dismissive he is towards black women just period mm. and black people because wow. he only calls us I'm out surprised. like Jamal hill Wow. You know, just the, in mm-hmm. the White House in general, and people of color. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this, this, this. It was almost like it happened, but then it was almost like it's, this is par for the course now. You know what I mean? It's, this is how this is going to be. But it was really sad. But Myesha your family we are praying for you we hope that you will get through this we love you and we sincerely thank your husband for his years of service service and protecting Mm -hmm. us as Americans so thank you for your husband thank you
1: and okay real quick y'all sorry Mm -hmm. real quick this is real because so I don't know I've never met a lot... I haven't met a lot of Australians. I don't know a lot about it, but I've heard that, that can be it can be pretty racist in Australia. That's always been what I've heard. Allegedly, reportedly, never knew if it was true. And when we were in Hawaii, we were sitting next to this Australian couple, older couple, and they were, you know, we heard their accents, we realized they were Australian, and they were like, hey, oh, no, hey, hey, whatever. And then they were like, how are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. We were like, huh? Yeah. They were like, you have that asshole as the president, mm-hmm. and you're people of color. He was like, y'all... Okay? They were like, are y'all okay? Yeah. And if I was... We were like yes we're making it but thank you for caring but it just came from I mean this is someone on the other side of the world Mm -hmm. and they are praying for her People of color in America, like they were, like you know, just checking on you guys. Are you all right? Yeah. And I thought that was really impactful and moving, and they really wanted to know because they were like, "We can't imagine what it's like to be people of color now in America with your president." It was a human moment. Very human moment, and out of nowhere, it wasn't like, "Oh, how's your vacation?" Yeah. It was like, "Oh, you're American. How are you guys doing?" Yeah, and you're black. And you're black. Yeah. Mm. Like, let me check on you.
0: Mm. So, mm. a lot of mercy. Wow. Well, wow. mm. well, I want to end on something happy. Okay.
2: Wait, hold on. I gotta yeah. weave. Oh, breaking motherfucking news. <laughs> and it's news. Okay. <laughs> Your first. My first weave ever. Ladies, give me all the tips. I've never had a weave. <laughs> this is like, mom- this is a moment in time, right? Ooh, I've, I'm so beautiful. excited. I don't even know what to do with myself. Perfect had time. I known about weave when I was younger, I'm glad I actually found out only recent, like this time <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah oh yeah no i would have been living in Weave all the time and this then is you're an addiction, addiction. i would have laughed i'm already
0: addicted <laughs> it's
2: everything though it's you so look good. so look good Tell i really thought me. it was your hair
0: i thought it was your me i too. honestly thought it was your hair i just oh, thought like you looks like a little out no yeah.
2: oh, okay y'all give me all the tips i'm here with charlie and i asked charlie so do you oil your scalp when you have a weave or do you do you I just did. leave it i do somebody told me not to so you guys let me know like what know. do you do to your so is, and it's a sewn in give them, a let sewn. them know what kind of weave oh why are they different types well you can i oh. mean there's
1: glues oh i mean i've never should had a weave but it? yeah should, i don't know if people not, still do that oh, okay. but i mean you see it on the menu in you the glue hair scalp? Oh, oh, it was okay. like on right, not really your scalp, like right on the edge of your root Oh, okay. used to be. Clipping. There's a lot oh, of kind. Skin. There's a lot of weaves. Okay. So I just thought we should well, clarify that it's so You the know what that white,
0: that white girls get weaves. <laughs> yes, they do, girl. Do, do they, they sew it in or do they glue it? That I don't know, but I do know they get the pieces of her I there.
1: think they get it sewn in and clipped in. Wow. wow. Especially those Hollywood actresses, yeah. you know, who are giving you all the
2: hair, like body. <laughs> Damn. We didn't talk about Lupita.
1: Oh. <gasps>
2: Whoa.
1: I didn't read it yet because I was on vacay, but I heard that she shared an account of yeah, what Harvey his, Weinstein yeah. What Can y'all just give me Cliff Notes? What he do to her? I was heartbroken just to see her name. The and same have name thing. He does to all oh, of them. He invited
2: her oh. to the hotel, said he needed a massage. I don't know if he yeah. was naked
0: or, I don't know, I don't, maybe he had the robe on.
2: Yeah. But I, this time hmm. it was at his house mm-hmm. in Connecticut. I think it was in Connecticut. But, um,. But notice how swiftly he was quick to deny oh, it. Oh, yeah. He hasn't denied anybody, else's anybody he else. Anybody denied that he one? He denied Swift that one with Lupita.
0: <sighs> he said he had a different regulation of events. Yeah. Recolation Oh, of, of course it. you did. Yeah. yeah. And then Jill Scott uh yes. tweeted something that he well, I guess when she was pregnant, she saw him and he was like, How'd you who told you to get fucking pregnant or yeah. something? Oh, because yeah. she was
1: doing that um First Lady's detective first, the, the, number yes, one, de- de- one late first mm-hmm. ladies' detective agency, right?
0: Yeah.
2: <gasps>
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, Lord. But now yeah. all of these dudes are coming out of the woodworks. They're getting fired left and right. Um, There's Amazon. a whole list yeah. of
1: people from all different companies now who are, get, who are losing their jobs. Yeah. I mean, shout out to all of these women. Yeah. I cannot yeah. thank you all enough. for You know, just I'm proud of you. Yep. Yeah. It's time. Thank you for speaking. Yes. Up. And it's, yeah. I don't think this is going to stop any time. Oh, no. Mm. No, no. It's if you seemed... ever harassed a woman. Men, oh, you better. You've been
2: warned. Can I say
0: this? I was watching uh Trevor Noah and one I don't know her name, but it's his new correspondent. And was like really Kelsey. red hair. The I know uh, the red head. The red hair girl. Oh, so she said, next time you pull out your dick, replace it with a chick. <laughs> like 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 as far as like if you're in a company, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. like replace the head of the seriously. company with a chick. Yeah, seriously. It. it was like yeah. All right, ladies, let's get into our first conversation with Aisha Curry. I think I want to go get something to eat now because she talks up a lot of good food. And she cooks it up, girl. Let's do it. Charlie, girl.
1: Corey, Mary. you know how Ooh. excited I get about our guests.
0: I know. <laughs> I'm really excited because this is a situation where I've been an Instagram fan oh, and you realize you don't really know them in real life and you go up to them and you be like, <laughs> oh, right, you don't know me. Right. And I you're like trying you. to hug them like yes. I just said. Yeah. Who's here, Corey? Aisha Curry.
1: Hey, Aisha Curry. Hi, Hi, guys. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, we are yeah. too. As Corey said, we're Insta fans. And <laughs> yeah, we're really, Insta I've fans. I've met her before, though. So, you, know.
3: you you pretty much know me if you follow me on Instagram. You're I'm so like the real. Same,
0: it's the same person. <laughs> I love knowing that.
1: Because
0: I'm like, she really is like this. So if
1: anyone lives into The Rock and they don't know who Aisha Curry is, Corey, going we break it down for them. Oh. <clears throat> receipts.
0: This is oh, the receipts. goodness. Here we go. I'm going to check them off. All right where do i begin okay i'm just gonna all right you have your own delivery meal service i do homemade, homemade. yes all right are you, all like, fresh and are you like the first black woman to do this or I, only yeah. i feel like we're gonna I say think, that yeah can we bring these things up because nobody bring ever
1: up. brings them up that's true she it's is.
0: true no let's do that
4: okay slow clap. all right slow clap.
0: you have a restaurant the international smoke yes We have a Hawaii location
3: in in, uh, San Francisco. Our big flagship is opening in November. And
1: I remember when you did
0: the pop-up first, right? Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. Restaurant owner. Okay, let's go with restaurant owner. Food
0: Network show, Aisha's Home Kitchen. Yes. Now, what's the second one? Wasn't there originally a YouTube show? I feel like you had two different shows. Well, yeah,
3: I had my, my little segments that I did on YouTube, and I'm still planning to do that, but I've had Aisha's Home Kitchen for two seasons
0: now. That's where I'm getting the two from. Oh, like, no, you're two. also the new host of the great american baking show yes, yes. you're a best-selling author of a cookbook it's she's, it's so weird when you <laughs>
4: i'm not done i'm not
0: done and we're not even finished okay you're here in new york because you're launching your My own cookware, cookware let's just be real y'all y'all could have aisha curry's pots and pans right now cookware in, in your kitchen is, with the cookbook is there is there a black woman that has her own cookware line oh, i don't know if oh, did, did oprah, did oprah know, Mark, come out with anything no but you know who i'm thinking about who? is b smith b smith did she have a cookware line she may have had like tea towels, Me? Tea towels. <laughs> i'm just saying. <laughs> What do you call it? Is that like no, kitchen way- you No, like you know what I mean, towels, like accessories. accessories decor, tea towels are great. Tea. Yes, they are. But well, you are definitely building
3: a food empire. Food I, I- it's it's been a, it's been a whirlwind, to say
0: the least. Yes. Oh my god. And we're not done. Oh, oh you. Oh. <laughs> you thought I was done?
3: <laughs> oh, I just started. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> it's
0: on the record. You are the new cover girl. Yes. Boom. Oh, That's oh, yes. incredible. And I, like you're a cover girl, you're not an actress. You're no. not a model. Yeah, I'm the first
3: one, I think, to not be in an, an actress or a model Incredible. in the food world. Congratulations. Um, I'm so excited about that. Did I, you freak out when you
1: found out? Like, I, what was that
3: moment like? <laughs> so that moment was a moment of disbelief, but a great moment of, of, of honor, obviously. Uh-huh. And it was one of those things where... My whole team was telling me it was happening, but I was like, yeah, okay, okay. They're, they're like, gonna... you're going to shoot on this day. And I'm like, yeah, okay, okay. And then I show up to the shoot, and I'm like, well, when it comes out, then I'll believe you. They're like, but you're here doing it now. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but I still think Ashton Kutcher is going to pop out and say, you you're got punked. punked.
1: <laughs> that did not happen.
3: But it's happening. It's yeah, happening. amazing. we on... grow up
1: looking at these cover girls, Queen and all of that. And, you you know, that's the moment for a woman. Yeah, they're, you know,
3: I'm... I'm so proud of the brand, um, and and the way that they're shaping out to be and transforming themselves. And um, Okanwa, who's who's the, um, now the I believe she's the VP or the president of CoverGirl, um, just this beautiful um, African woman, and she's really just the diversity that they're bringing together for this new team of cover girls is amazing I mean you have Issa, Issa Rae good company you, yeah today they announced M- Massiarius, who's a big fitness um, wow that's woman. awesome
0: her body's that. insane <laughs> I hate Gold. people like oh.
3: that but yeah, we've got a motocross racer. Wow. Uh, so it's so it's like diverse. people from
1: it's so it's really cool. This is a real women. They're, They're having real women. It sounds like. And Corey but, we also yeah. there's another amazing receipt and I love that we saved it for last. I think because I know I think I know where you're you know going, going with, with it. this. You I'm with Yes. who's she married to Corey Oh. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you are also married to Steph Curry. Yes, but you're also a mother, childhood wife. sweethearts, mom, yeah. wife. I mean, on top, like that's an incredible. Those are incredible jobs. But in the meantime, she's building a food empire <laughs> and also a wife and a mom.
3: Yeah, it's. I I feel so honestly. I feel so blessed. Um, and it's it's in those moments like when I get tired and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, there is a lot on my plate. Mm-hmm. It's so important to put it into perspective and realize how blessed. I truly am to have like every single opportunity. So I'm so grateful. And I think that's why I come into things maybe so normal mm-hmm. because I am you so are very grateful. Chill. You're yeah. like, hey girl. I'm, like, I'm not the person that's like, oh, you're grateful to have me. I'm like, no, I'm so happy to be here right now.
1: <laughs> so, I just want to know where you keep your cape. My ca- <laughs> That's very sweet. <laughs> no, because that's a lot. I mean. No, but seriously, how do you do it? I can barely finish my book right now. And I, you're up here watching still, I mean. everything. <laughs> In, in all honesty,
3: like I forgot to bring my toothbrush and I had to get a dental kit like from the hotel and luckily they had one. And like I forget to shave my legs all the time. It's actually a luxury for me. Oh, that's going to I feel like that's just going to backfire. It's OK.
0: No, that. but that I really get like an army of well. like, razors now. Nothing's
3: like nothing's perfect. And I'm yeah. constantly running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Like I don't. I get stressed out. Like I have my moments, but it's all about perspective.
0: Yeah, it's funny. Uh, Shonda Rhimes often comments oh, that as God. much as she does, yeah, she was real one day. I forgot where she was speaking, but she says, as much as I'm here writing these great hit shows, I may be missing a recital. Exactly. Or I may be not home for this. So I it's, I loved her for being honest about that yeah. because there there is something that drops. Yeah. Give and take. It's so it's 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 so hard and like
3: anybody who that has kids and says it doesn't take a village is completely lying. If you have any sort of career, whether you're a nurse or a school teacher, like if you, if you have children, you're obviously, whether it's a family relative or somebody else, you have to have that help. And it's, I think it's a beautiful thing Mm -hmm. being able to have a support system um, and being able to kind of lift each other up and empower one another to be able to do these things that we love to do so much. Um, and so for me, yeah, the mom guilt is, mom guilt. it's so real. My it's daughter, so real.
0: I got invited to a very like she-she party in LA. And it was, I was going to come back and I was going to be back in New York for my daughter's event, mm-hmm. but it was in the morning. So I was literally missing mm-hmm. it by like an hour or two. And I explained, I, I got her grandmother to go. I got the babysitter to go. I got another aunt to go. Everybody, everybody needed to go. So you were stacked. You were good. Yes. She still brings it up. Of course. Oh. She's oh. like, but you miss oh, this. No. You miss. I was like, are you they kidding don't forget, me? Kids. She's seven. She's... They don't forget. They, they don't, forget. don't
3: forget. But when she's like 16, she's going to be like, what are you talking about? I don't remember. I don't remember <laughs> saying that. And you're gonna
1: be like, All these months I spent feeling guilty. So I used have a question. We know that cooking is your passion. It is. And yes. it always has been. Yes. we read that. I read a story that you started the blog because your husband, Steph, was like, mm-hmm. you know, this is what you love. This is what you do. You should mm-hmm. just put it out there. Is mm-hmm. that true? Did it's it very happening? true. It's very
3: true. I I was I had a career shift um, mm-hmm. because I you was were modeling and I was, I was acting as as a kid and a, and a teenager mm-hmm. um, because it's the only thing that I ever did and I it's the only thing that I knew or was told mm-hmm. that. I was going to do so i didn't ever venture into l- looking at anything different and i'd been cooking my whole life but no v- nobody ever told me like hey you can make a career out of this and to be completely honest the culinary world is completely male-dominated oh yeah um, there's there's amazing women oh, wow, who are i would are, never think that oh, oh yeah is, it's, it's 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 like the antithesis of what you would think because you know that you know we've made this image of like what the woman at home like is homemaker. like so you think oh, just, but the, yeah. the the culinary kitchen it's completely different but there are women who are making headway and and changing that and i hope to be one of those women but um
1: um yeah it's
3: i don't know it's you just, just put it out there you yeah just i just to
1: did you always sort of imagine that you would be building an empire or have no, you just been taking it one block no it's it's
3: been this crazy whirlwind i i always had hopes and dreams but i didn't imagine that it would it would work out like this. All I've ever done is just worked my butt off like one single Mm -hmm. day at a time and always made sure that anything that I was choosing to do or putting my foot in was something that I was truly passionate about Mm -hmm. and and enjoying. I've never sold myself short. And I just thank God like that it's that it's paid off, you know. Um, And now I'm doing things that I couldn't I could never have dreamed of doing. Always hoped, but didn't think that it would turn out like this and so I think that's the that's the moral of the story is just to whatever goal you're trying to attain like work hard at it regardless of what accolade or Mm -hmm. recognition you're getting it's what you're doing when when people aren't watching like when the when the clock stops when when the lights are off like what are you doing to further and better yourself and I feel like I really took that message and like kept it inside of me and and always working when the kids are sleeping like what am I doing to obviously it's important to sleep oh yeah but but tell me honestly what time are you going to bed right because I don't, I don't I can't imagine um you're gonna eight hours it depends no <laughs> yeah sometimes <laughs> who is right? sometimes you know what that's what work trips are good for <laughs> those <laughs> oh my those cross country flights woo I just sleep it's great you're
0: like just hand me a pillow I'm like Thanks. oh you need me to go to New York okay <laughs> and then that's for me when that's I travel for work hack, like I go to bed at eight like, doo, doo, doo. Yeah. I like to do watch my TV show I don't have to watch Disney Channel And those hotel beds? you know and I'm just <laughs> focused on myself yeah. but it's but you even if it's just an overnight trip it's the recharge you need it and is you can come yeah, back. yeah it is yeah. so what do you feel like you want to conquer next
1: you've already done so much in this industry but what do you what's what do you have your eyes so set on right now so there's two answers for me um right now I do have so
3: much on my plate that my goal is to make everything that I have going on right now as as amazing as I possibly can. So with the restaurant, making sure that I'm present and making sure, you know, that I'm really putting the work in um, and, and making that that place great. Um, with The Cook where it's just honing in on, you know, bigger, better ideas and, and, and making sure that that's successful. And the stuff is amazing. Like so I, what, need, I wish I would have brought through, some stuff like, for you guys. I, was, I mean, can't wait where, to where do, try it.
0: What does your line include? Oh, it's everything.
3: So it's it's cutting boards, knives. I have salt cellars, cast iron. I have these amazing Dutch ovens. I have three different types of, of, of skillets, um, many different colors. I have all of the, like, the cutlery you need. So spoons, uh, serving spoons. Um, so you thought of the cooking wear. 101, the cooking challenge folks like myself.
1: You, we're, yeah. all, we're included as
3: well. Yeah, and everything's dishwasher safe oh, and I you can that. take it from stovetop to oven. And But the 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 most important thing is that the affordability for the quality you're getting. I mean, the quality is. I sound like a saleswoman, and <laughs> I guess basically I am. But you thought hey, but it's hey. so, thought into if, it. it. If, yeah, if, if I'm not going to do it, who's going to do it? Right. It's, it's it's really amazing stuff, and I use it in my own kitchen. Um, it's just been great, and it's. I have a I have a funny story about about um the cookware when I was uh, my best friend who's here, Shireen over there with her hand on her face. She's. <laughs> Hi, Shireen. Hey, Shireen. Hi, Shireen. She, um, We had this pact when we were little. We said... At the, at the time, like, Martha Stewart and Kmart was the biggest thing. It was, like, huge. And we, I lived in Toronto at the time. And crossing the border to go there was, like, the biggest thing. Um, so we would drive an hour to go to Buffalo. But we said, if we're not married by the time we're whatever age, like, we're going to live together. And we're going to deck our kitchen out and all that stuff. And so now – and we were so serious. And so, <laughs> so it was gold. So yeah. yeah. Like, she was at my 13th birthday party when all we did was cook the whole day away. And so oh, now wow. – yeah. So now I to think that. that there could be two two little girls, you know, best friends talking about you know decking their place out with my stuff is insane. Like I can't I
0: can't imagine. What um, can you, do you have a memory of? What was the first thing you cooked that was horrible, and then what you perfected? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yes. So I the first thing
3: I cooked that was horrible. I tried to do a tiramisu.
0: Oh wow! And
3: I accidentally used. Um, Espresso, ground espresso, instead of the instant coffee powder that you're supposed to use on the top. So my parents ate it, and they're like, "The flavor is delicious, but what is that crunch on the top?" <laughs> it wasn't good. And then, actually, in my like la- later on in my life, I was uh, making uh, my husband, who was at the time my boyfriend, mm-hmm. some some eggs. He wanted scrambled eggs, and I was trying to be inventive, I'm inventive, dancing. and I put garlic powder in it, and. It, <laughs> uh it was disgusting <laughs> it was terrible and the worst part is is that I gave it to him I didn't try it before I gave I Aww. gave it to him I
1: and did he play it off was he like this is he a did he day. was like so what did you do different he's like i usually he's like usually your eggs are like the best thing what did
3: you do different i'm like i put garlic powder he's like yeah he's like maybe like the other way that you usually do them
0: like that that's great i'm like you don't like him he's, he he's like with care
3: he's like no i'm not saying that
0: I'm like, okay. so before you came in here we were joking we were like what's the food that You're embarrassed to eat in public. Yes. Like for me, it's we were saying it's chicken Chicken wings. wings. Fried chicken wings. There's no cute way to do it. (laughs) Because I get in there. I gotta I hate, I hate to break it to you. I'm not afraid to eat anything in public. Well, we
1: were just saying, afraid is maybe the wrong word. We were like, you know it's gonna be, you know you're gonna go in and then suddenly that cute moment at that, you know, party where they're passing out finger foods well, and you're like... I had a sausage, wing. egg,
3: and cheese before I came here and I don't know if you can see but like there's like a, a that lipstick line because my bottom lip is like a sausage so anything I eat that's remotely big, like my lip curls under and I get a lipstick stain on my chin. So that's fine. you name it, anything...
0: Well, that's I, the thing. I Oh, go ahead, Corey. Well, I'll have one more foodie thing. Yeah, foodie. So, uh, I, I'm not a foodie, but one thing I've been seeing on the internet, there's a great debate about grits. Yes. Oh, my God. Is it the salt versus sugar The thing? salt versus sugar. Ooh. See, I grew up, all right, my family's from Texas, and we ate grits with sugar and butter. But that's like cream of wheat. Yeah. And yeah. it was basically like, if you didn't have cream wheat, you had grits. And then also, if you didn't have those, <laughs> we would make rice, and you'd put butter and sugar on the rice like that was the tier. That but here delicious. on the East Coast, the the whole grits with the eggs and shrimp, all that so stuff. I was... have them I have them both ways. Okay. Both ways. So when
3: when the grits are a little firmer, I like them like cheesy and salty. When they're when they're looser, more more in the style of a porridge,
1: I like them sweet.
0: Okay. I'll take that.
1: It's so funny. That's the thing. I put sugar on anything I can. I'm terrible. Oh, brown south- sugar is my favorite thing. In and in the south, world. my grandma and aunt and everything, they used to put a little, just a teeny bit of sugar in mac and cheese I, to I make the say spaghetti sauce. I was that like, too. Mm-hmm. That too mm-hmm. I didn't to do make that. the kids eat it. And I, I told you the story. I tried oh, to yeah, do yeah, yeah. give it to Cabron, and he was like, "What is happening? He was loving it until he realized until one <laughs> he time saw- he saw. Oh me. man! man. Like game you over. Can't let him see you do it. so at what moment do you feel like you really were like, okay? I'm a boss. When did you feel (laughs) like? Because you have to feel like a boss to be making the kind of moves that you're making, I think, and owning your space. The moment I realized
3: that was when I
1: realized even if the kids were
3: sleeping in, I couldn't be sleeping in. Like there was work to be done, there was Mm -hmm. always something to do, honestly. Um, and then it, it it's it's true like the saying the grind never stops it never stops there's always something to do um, but I love that that's what drives me and it's yeah. it's a big adrenaline rush so I can imagine that like what my husband feels like when he like sinks that shot is like what I feel every time I get something right like in the business world. Um. So, but I love it. it. It keeps me going.
1: And you're outspoken. You're real. You're honest. You stand up for exactly what you're, what you feel and what you're thinking. How yeah. do you? What is some? What's some of your advice for fighting for that when you're building a brand or a business? Because I imagine you're coming to people like, hey, I want to start yeah. this thing, and they want to tell you yeah. how to do it. But you know, you want to trailblaze.
3: Yeah. There's gonna be a million people that tell you no. First of all, when mm-hmm. you're start, when you're starting out to do something but all you need is that one person to tell you yes who's going to believe in you and first you need to believe in yourself mm-hmm. um because i know coming into everything that i was doing like people would be like well no and not not in my family my family's always been my biggest support but people on the outside would be right, like yeah. well n- well why do you want to do that like there's no reason for you to do that i don't understand why do you why do you want to do something for yourself i'm confused and you know i think it's important to be that strong woman and to follow your passions regardless of 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 what your situation is. I'm at the end of the day I have two little girls who I want to leave my own legacy for as right. well as a woman, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, that's that's what that's what drives me on a daily basis is just making sure that I'm I'm leaving this lasting impression for my girls.
1: And they see their mom being a boss. Yeah. That's there's nothing better than that. Yeah.
0: Speaking on that, and I just had this conversation with my seven year old. So you're a boss, you're trailblazing. But what do you say to your little girls because I'm sure you want them mm-hmm. to go a step higher. Mm-hmm. Like what? What are you? What are you telling them? Because you already are, are doing it.
3: Goodness, that's a hard one. Um, I think I'm telling them to make sure they maintain that balance in their life. Because accolades and, you know, being successful at your job is fantastic. But at the end of the day, when everything goes away, all you have is your family and all you have are those memories that you've built with your family and your children. And so you have to make sure that you keep that balance as hard as it is, make sure that, that you don't let work overstep that that family boundary and so that's that's been a learning process for me just starting starting up is making sure you know that I kind of put my foot down and say well no this time is this time is for my family and this time is for my kids and I'm home now and my phone's still going off but I'm gonna put it away because it's dinner time so I think that that's that's important
0: I had a I was dealing with a publicist about an artist and she was texting me and I was like listen it's I gotta put my kid to bed mm-hmm. i need um, we're in the middle of dinner i can talk to you after 8 30 mm-hmm. and when we did have that conversation later and not she was like "Corey, i have to commend you for telling me exactly <laughs> what you were doing and mm-hmm. what i was like i i i'm that means i'm working all the time yeah like i'll mm-hmm. give you but i only have this two hours with her where i can connect with her and yeah it's interesting
3: right because i feel like maybe 10 years ago there was set times. Nobody, yeah. you weren't able to reach anybody at exactly. Home, and yeah. Now our our entire businesses are in our pocket. On demand, on demand. It's insane, and I you feel left like work that's, at work. Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. probably why people's why there's so many issues going on now with people's stress levels and. It's time to like get back to the basics. Yeah. And
1: that's why we don't come together as much. And yeah. that's another thing that I love about your branding and your message. You are all about making the time with your husband, with your kids coming together. And for you, you're doing that through food and yeah. conversation. But I love that you're pushing that because Thank these devices you. and these MacBooks and yeah. social media like that. We're, we have more excuses than ever before not to do that. Absolutely. That's why
3: that's that's why I decided to do this. Food is so big for me because it's just, it's a language of unity and a mm-hmm. language of love. We yeah. can all relate to coming together and eating a meal together, no matter where you go in the world. That's one thing that people always do. They come together, they sit down and they eat. And I feel like that time is so important and it's something that's not to be lost um, because it's where you you know, build these amazing relationships and create these memories and communicate and just find your sanity. So I think it's my goal to kind of keep that alive for our younger generations. Tell us about your growing up. Like, what was your family dinner table like? Like, what was those meals like? It was crazy. (laughs) So, uh, you know, I, I think of summers in our house when there was no school and kind of that routine wasn't necessarily in place. And you know in during the summers I, my two sisters would be with us so we there'd be five kids in the house two younger boys and three of us and dinner time was crazy we also like my mom's food was so delicious that she would also cook so much of it that we would have uninvited guests all the time, just coming in, whether they were coming to get a to-go plate, like like jazz on Fresh Prince, <laughs> or just coming and spending the entire evening with us. There was always people going in and out, but I loved it. Like that, those are some of my fondest memories of, you know, being able to have that ability to kind of feed the community in a sense, and and be that that safe place where people could come and enjoy each other's company and talk um and put it all out on the table and and so I just my goal is to to kind of keep that tradition going with my family.
0: Wow. What is faith meant for you?
3: Everything. Um it's it's the foundation of everything I do, every decision I make, um, every walk I walk and talk I talk, like that's that's what it all comes down to. And obviously like I'm 28 years old, everybody has their moments, nobody's perfect. By any means, um, but my goal and my mission um, as a woman and as a mother is to make sure that in whatever I'm doing, I'm like shining God's light and trying to be like a vessel for God. And that's that's always been my whole reason for everything. And um, I don't talk about it much, and I hope that my actions, you know, show mm-hmm. that because I think I never want to project on other people, stuff to mm-hmm. other yeah. people, so I figure if I l- maybe live a certain way, or you know, just keep living the way I'm living, maybe they'll they'll ask and they'll wonder why th- my actions are the way that they are, um, and then I can tell them about it.
1: So. And and speaking of that, you and Steph met at youth we ministry, did. right? Yeah. That's, can that story be any more? That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I mean, they're women, grown women out here in their thirties, looking not for a faith. As beautiful. Face. <laughs> I know it's probably like he was pulling your hair, like no. it was probably like a cute kid story. But you know what he I mean? Said like said three words to each really? other. Really?
3: Yeah, I was. I was so shy, and honestly, like we had the same circle of friends, and and a lot of the girls. I mean, his sisters here. Like the girls had eyes for him, and he was kind of <laughs> off limits, honestly. So hey, but. Patience. Patience.
4: That's <laughs> a virtue. No, did
3: you go to uh, Chris Paul's wedding? Um, yes, we did. They they actually um, had their reception in the same place where we had our reception. Oh, I love I oh, wow. that. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. So we had a shout out to Bridget Bartlett. We assigned Bridget Bartlett to go down and cover the wedding. Oh, wow. But she came back talking about y'all. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> She's like, We've got to we've got to know them. We've got to do something with them. And I was like, And that was and years I, ago. Be, and was I'll like just four, be honest years with years you. Ago. I am not a sports person. So I was like, who is Steph Curry? Is so What's funny. going on? But she that she was the first person like put me onto you all. It's
3: probably because we were still newlyweds. She, she saw us at the wedding. She saw you at the that wedding. Was like four oh gosh, or five we we're probably days. like all
1: over each other. <laughs> and thing is, and you have you we can acknowledge people have a couple crush on you guys. Like mm-hmm. that's you know that's it's nice. nice to to have a love that people look up to. Um, at essence, we've been covering black love. Forever, yeah. But I love that it's on trend right now. You know, <laughs> you ever think, You know, like everything is hashtag Black Love, and I, I'm like, it's always been here. Hello, we have yeah. Ruby and Ozzy. You know, but I love that we have couples in the in the spotlight that people yeah. can really applaud and look up to. And but do you ever feel? I don't want to say pressure because obviously it's pressure, but like we're in a space now where we share everything. Yeah. Right? Do you, how does is it, does it ever not get weird when someone's like, love your love? Yay. Yes. Kiss. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like people it's are, so weird. Yeah. It's, it's, weird. Like, it's weird.
3: It's so weird. Um, and it's not, it's, Like we genuinely love each other and like it's – she's annoyed by it. She thinks it's disgusting and she's annoyed by it. She thinks it's disgusting. But we really do. And I pray to God. I pray to God that it stays like that and we work at it every single day. That's the one thing that people need to know is that like – It's work. It's not – like it's work. It's work but it's beautiful work, Mm -hmm. right? It's Mm -hmm. like – taking the time to actually get to know each other yes. is fantastic.
1: So, Marriage it's like, is my favorite job. Yeah. The people, I don't mean to be corny, it's my favorite job. I love we it. do a lot yeah. of things, yeah. but that's the thing I want to nail. You know what I liked right.
0: yesterday? Uh, Earlier this week we were talking to Tamar Braxton, and she, I asked her, like, oh, how are you Vince doing? How's married? And she's like, we're married, and it's a struggle, but we're <laughs> in it, and it's together. I mean, not in a negative way, but it was yeah. just that reality. Like, it's... It's work, but it's good Mm -hmm. work. And you Mm -hmm. could clearly, there was a friendship there. There's a respect there. Absolutely. Um, That is the most important part is
3: the friendship, having that friendship first. I think that's maybe where a lot of people, that's what a lot of people forget about is Mm -hmm. that it's so important to go back to those basics and be able to, at the end of the day, like... Have a conversation. They Have roots. Yeah, yes. you know,
1: root, be rooted in something. Yes. Okay, I'm. I'm gonna get my podium for like five seconds. But I was talking to my bestie this morning, and we. I was kind of saying, I hope some of these couples who are doing all this wedding planning for the gram, right? So their photo mm. can go viral. Oh, I hope they're investing in their marriage and preparing for their marriage as much as they're preparing for the perfect photo be scary. I mean, that's if scary. they are not, they are about to get on a roller coaster and forget to buckle in. Oh my because goodness. Cuz it's, it's you know you have to prepare whether it's counseling, Christian counseling, talking to other married couples, like understanding, but I feel like people are like, "Oh, my dress and my photographer and the yeah. angle. What you about you values? know what?
3: That's really scary and something I haven't thought about now in these days cuz even when we got married, like that wasn't the thing. It was mm-hmm. very new. Mm-hmm. Same here. I had in a Blackberry my days- wedding. <laughs> <laughs> In these days, people, it's almost like people are getting together based off of, like, profiles. So, like, who mm. looks good together? Oh, man, we it's look great aesthetic. together. Yeah. Like, all aesthetics.
1: aesthetics. Ah. Ah. Even weddings, you know, like, in love. It's like, oh, you know, I mean, I want to believe everything I see on the Gram is real, but we know. I mean, like, love-wise, but we know. But I just hope they're preparing. Yeah. That's all I'm
0: going to say. We can pray. Yeah. We can pray. Before we wrap up, I've got to know, what is the favorite meal you like to cook for your family? Um, the favorite meal I like to make. Okay. So
3: lately I've been obsessed with, um, doing salt baked fish. Mm -hmm. So you take. That sounds advanced. (laughs) It's not. It's actually not. So it's. it's Wait a minute. So it's one of those things that looks so impressive, Uh but really it's easy and it's in, it's in one pan. You basically take a ton of kosher salt. You put some egg whites in there and you make a paste. Basically you make a base. You take your fresh piece of fish, um, Head on, tail on. You just get it. Um, you get it scaled, so okay. that there's no scales on it. But you leave the skin on. Okay. You can fill the cavity with whatever you want. I like to do lemon slices and, and herbs. Um, and then you pack Sounds the tight. salt on top of the fish, and it goes into the oven, and the salt hardens. But what happens is that salt penetrates through the skin, and so it perfectly salts that fish, and you pick up the piece of salt because it's rock solid after it bakes in the oven and then you're left with this beautiful fish and usually the skin comes right off with the salt and so everybody can just go in with their fork and eat the fish it's so
1: that sounds it's so fresh and it like
3: it honestly reminds me of so we we took a um an anniversary trip to France and that's one of the things that we had almost every day there and honestly like every time I make it at home it reminds me of that and it's it's really like you get you can get a great piece of fish like from from your local grocery store maybe for like 10 bucks and then a box of salt is like what a dollar 69 a couple egg whites so this is like a ten dollar meal that Honestly, like it impresses the crowd, they they have no like, idea. I'm impressed. Yeah. I'm like, I could do this,
1: I could do that too. Meanwhile, I can barely pour water, but I'm like, I can do this. You got this, girl. I can you do that. Well, or we can come over and eat with you guys. Come over. We're inviting ourselves. Yes, that sounds amazing. Thank, Aisha, you. thank you so much thank thank you guys you. for coming thank and you. sharing. Yeah. Good luck. Keep moving, keep thank pushing. You. And I
0: do need a cast iron skillet, so right? Yes, send us some. I, ruined oh, mine. I would love to. We'll <laughs> get your information and then we'll send it your well, way. Well, I didn't ruin it. My daughter's father. Uh, Left it in the sink with water. Oh, see, I don't even know. That's not. Is that a thing? It rusted. Oh, and I know I've watched videos on how to unrust it. Got to hand dry it and put a little oil in there and rub it down. All right, we're not doing all that. I'm just gonna buy yours. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Thanks, guys. Corey, Aisha is goals. Okay, she is building a food empire. And
0: sh- you know what? And she's another reason why I want to go to Canada. I really want to go to Toronto. <laughs> I keep forgetting that. I she hear Toronto's <laughs> way. I really want to go. Let's do that together. Yes. Put a
1: note in it. All
0: right. So Who's now that? let's get centered. Sage. Sage. Let's feel good. Feel good. You
1: feel it, Yolanda? Yes. Let's do positive.
0: Latham Thomas is going to give us the gems. Gems so of how gems. to live your best life, but spiritually. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I said that with a lot of like <sighs> arms, like yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, but she—it was a moment. It was, it was a then. moment. She, uh,
1: she, really knows her shit. She does. So, and you're but, gonna feel it. She's yeah. The glow. She's
0: not the glow maven for no reason. Nope. Mama glow. Up next, Leighton Thomas, Charlie, Corey, Marin. You know, it's fall. Yes. And for me, that's new beginnings.
1: Really? Yeah. Fall. Yeah. That's for me, that's like January, but I'm with you. Go ahead. You know why? <laughs> I still associate it with school. Oh, right. Okay. That makes sense. Back and to school.
0: for new beginnings, I decided, let's call in an expert. Yes. To. What kind of expert? Clear the air. One that will help us glow. Yes. <laughs> that's me uh, sucking my teeth is uh, equal to oh, a wink. Uh, wink. A wink. Oh, wink, wink. Um, nudge, nudge. But in all realness, in an honor and a pleasure <laughs> that we have, the glow maven, glow maven, oh Latham my God, Thomas so in the good. house.
1: Hey, hey, Latham, boo! Hey, y'all, welcome! And she is glowing. In case anyone oh my God. Yes. was wondering, in this jumper, glow jean jacket that says Latham.
0: Just, you you just know, so you fun. know, just, just that's right. And what beads are these? Are those, like, A little Buddhist? mala bead, yeah. Oh. What, 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 say it again, I'm sorry. Mala. Okay, please. what's that? What's that?
4: Yeah, so it's just, um, dif- these are quartz, uh, mother of pearl. Um, this is called a radrusca seed. And a little talus, um, tassel, rather. And um, I just put these on to remind myself to slow down. Sometimes I'll do, like, a little um, mantra or prayer and then cast my hand over each bead. And that just kind of brings me to calm. but um, Also, I it's good out. jewelry. All right. Now <laughs> and fashion. And yeah. Calm and fashion. Calm and fashion. Works, that's yes. right.
1: Together. It's multi-purposed. That's right. And I do need to be reminded to slow down. And that's why we have you here because it's crazy times. Yeah. Yes. Self-care. We probably use that phrase now on the podcast like a, a hundred times. That's we right. We launched in March. That's right. We're all feeling like we need to love ourselves just a little bit more than we usually do. Yes. Just to get through the day.
0: That's right. But before we do that. Let's run through receipts. Receipts.
1: Oh, there's so many. They are.
0: <laughs> Please be. go ahead, Corey.
4: Mother okay. O, a mother O.
0: I'm just. That's a cleansing. <laughs> that was a cleansing breath. Right. Okay. A cleansing
4: breath for the mother.
0: Yes. Latham has written her second, not first. Number she two? didn't do the book proposal. It's her second Number book two. that's <laughs> available two. now. Own your glow: a successful guide to luminous living. Soulful guide. Oh, yes. excuse me. My bad. You're right. A soulful guide to luminous living and crowning the queen within. Yes. Mm. Okay. She's the author and founder of Mama Glow. She's a celebrity doula. Oh, well, I'm sorry. You're a celebrity wellness and lifestyle maven and doula? birth doula. Mm-hmm. You have been named one of Oprah Winfrey's Super Soul 100 Wellness Gurus. Yeah. Our queen has approved. Yes. Oprah.
1: That's the blessing of our Oprah blessings. approved. That's right. <laughs>
0: And you also sit on the Tufts University Nutrition Council.
4: Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's just, a mama. And she's a mom. I'm a mom. 14-year-old boy. That's right. Who's a celebrity DJ. Yeah. Look at that. And getting on my nerves. Okay. Yeah, is, 14 yeah, does Another that golden uterus in the yeah. house.
1: <laughs> we always talk about <laughs> all these moms and the incredible kids. We were talking about that with Kofi's mom. Oh, my God. I love you it. You know? <laughs> oh,
2: Kofi.
4: Um, we'll take a
0: moment for that I, know. I think I first heard about you because of your son.
4: Yeah, most really? people, yeah yeah. 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 I'll see people out and they'll be like talking to him. I'm like, uh, hi, I'm the mom. Like, <laughs> please address me first. <laughs> and you work with so many
1: clients. I don't think people... Let's go through... DJ, you delivered DJ, DJ Khaled's, Khaled's baby.
4: Mm-hmm, who's turning one. Oh my little God. aside. Who
1: yes. are some of your other celebrity clients? Give us like the... Can um, you, give, you give us the drops?
4: Yeah, so Alicia Keys. Alicia um, Keys. Yes, I love them babies. Um, Rebecca Minkoff, who... I, I love she her. She made this jumper, actually. Cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked with Tamara Mori for her pregnancy. Um, there's some that I can't talk about. Okay, Understood. yeah.
0: <laughs> so what is that? So.
4: What is a doula for those who don't know? Like, are Please, you in? Yes. Are you in there? Like, I'm like in there. Yes, so I see there. everything. So, um, a doula is really a um, a support who offers um, not only emotional support, education, advocacy, and really hand-holding and cheerleading for moms as they experience um, the childbirth. And we work with them before. Um, You know, the baby comes, so there's uh, trust and there's a sense of safety and security and uh, a constant presence of support through the labor. So we work with, I work a lot of times also with um, single mom. So sometimes, if there's not like a really uh, strong foundation in terms of support, it's really important, I think, to have a doula then. And I love working with families to help navigate what the experience will be like on the other side once the baby is born, too. So there's all different configurations, but I think it's a very necessary component of your birth journey, especially, um, you know, if it's the first time, you just really want somebody who knows how to navigate those waters, no pun intended.
1: And like a sister with you, I mean, I because I I haven't, I I don't have kids yet, but I imagine like I have a brother and my dad and my husband, and I'm always like, okay, when I'm in that delivery room, I'm gonna need another. You want some women? A sister and a woman there with me to cheer me on, and you might not have that. That's why when you were talking about like single moms or depending on your situation, you really need that support in the delivery
4: room. Definitely. So I'm curious,
0: were you a doula first, or were you doing lifestyle wellness?
4: It was kind of all together. Like, I think, um, you know, first I was teaching yoga and doing nutrition work. And and the doula thing I was resistant to, actually, because a lot of people were like, oh, I want you to deliver my baby. I'm like, no, babe, uh, come After the birth and I'll see you at yoga after, you know, and um, I just was kind of resistant. And then I went to this ashram and it was my birthday and I had this reading with this like Vedic astrologer and he was like doing the divination. He had the cowrie shells and all this stuff. Yes. And um, and then he was like, you know, you're supposed to mother the mother. That's what I got out of the reading. And I was like, yeah, I'm kind of doing that. He's like no deeper. And he gave me some dates and I wrote them down. I came back to New York and I remember um, one of the dates correlated with um, this doula fellowship that I received, which I don't even remember applying for. And I was like, oh, OK, noted God. OK, got it. Got it. <laughs> so let me just take this journey um, and dragging my feet as a tourist who's so stubborn. But I did it. And then as soon as I um, took that leap, it was like doors opened and people came and clients i have I've always had an abundant Um, resource of of clients and and of people referring me and stuff. So I think it's like sometimes, you know, it's like God will bring us right up to the edge of, you know, um, to our growing edge so that we can take that leap. And um, those of us who are brave enough to do that, I believe that the universe rewards courage. And then on the other Mm -hmm. side of that, you know, there's, there's a lot of abundance waiting for you. <laughs> oh, let's talk about how to harness
1: and harvest this abundance, right? Yes. Manifest
4: is what yes. I want to say.
1: That's what you specialize in is teaching women how to manifest
2: mm-hmm.
4: this
1: glow, this joy, this happiness. Mm-hmm. Girl, how do I manifest some of that right now?
4: Well, I wanna use a word, I wanna reframe that into what I like to call womifest. Because I mm. think that when we think about like manifesting And with so many um, like self-help people be like, yeah, you got to manifest this and that. And it feels really like we're trying to control an outcome and also that we're like going after something rather than allowing something to show up. So I think for women, especially right now, what could be really um, an incredible way to reframe how we want to prepare ourselves to expand our capacity to receive so that we can then harvest would be like, thinking about what you want to draw to you and also thinking about like how you make space for these things to show up in your life. So if you're if you have an intention and you line all your actions up with that intention, then like the outcome is going to probably be aligned with your what you set out to do. But you don't have to go hustling and networking and, you know, like really Pushing yourself out there to achieve that goal if you're already doing the work. And so I think so much of what we think um, we can engineer in terms Mm -hmm. of an outcome Mm -hmm. is focused on, like I'm going to manifest this thing. And so it's a little bit of a difference between, um, like, making it happen and letting it happen. I like that. Right? So I think that's what we, especially women who are, like, so busy doing everything in big cities, like, big jobs, like, you know, raising families – I think if we slow down for a second and when we're talking about cultivation, right, um, what's required for that is, you know, every day, like, you know, you weed the garden and you till the soil and you water and Mm -hmm. let sunlight come in, right? And then things start to grow. So that's a constant, um, you know, showing up for something, right? But to the same thing every single day, right? And then what fruits, fruits are born where you, focus your energy. So I think it's more like us doing more of that. Like, let's focus our energy here in in source, you know, like inside of ourselves rather than let me try to make this happen, because I think that we spend so much of our energy doing that. And not that that's a futile pursuit. I think that there are lots of things come from that. But there's also we don't put enough um, energy on like womanifesting, like actually creating the space for something to be cultivated from within us first.
1: Also, like making it happen sounds a lot harder it than does. letting it happen. Just like let it show up. Right. You know? yeah. Like yeah. you know,
4: if you're doing what you need to do and you
1: are in line with your dream and your vision, that that sounds like something that's possible, right? Yeah. It's on sometimes its way. when things feel yeah. impossible. Like you know, you know those you can see those memes, people be like, Hustle hard, I hustle while you're sleeping.
0: I wanna sleep too though.
4: Child, we need to sleep. <laughs>
0: I wanna to sleep
1: like too Like hustle while I'm
4: asleep. Come on. You like we're tired.
0: Right. <laughs> you know what? I like um you we you were interviewed for the October issue of Essence yes. On Newstands
4: now. On Newstands. Receipts.
0: And but one of the things you talked about just in that talk talking about taking a break and, you know, getting some sleep one of the things i love well two things one was take a fast from the phone yeah because the phone is so attached to us right now mm-hmm. and i've practiced something now where i realized i was looking at instagram like literally as i was laying like i was asleep. it was the last thing i did before bed mm. and sometimes i would get fomo <laughs> i'm getting angry i'm like well, FOMO, i wasn't at the party I wasn't at that party you know FOMO what i mean is real right and then i realized i'm going to sleep i'm dreaming mad i'm waking up angry i'm not being peaceful and then i read somewhere like put the phone down that's right like go do like read do something else that's a little more peaceful. So talk yeah. to me about like taking a fast from the phone.
4: Yeah. I mean, I think phone fasting is like critical right now because we are so tethered to our phones. And, you know, even when we see like how our kids or if you have like nieces and nephews and you see how they can't have a conversation because they are so like entrenched in the first generation that's like been born with, you know, mm, a, an extension of their arm as their phone. Yeah. Um. But I think for us, it's like, you know, when people think like, oh, I'm just going to take a break and then they pick out, they take out their phone and they start scrolling, there is so much cognitive energy that is spent scrolling and emotional energy. And like you said, like the FOMO. And the, so you get caught up and you're like, wait a minute, um, you're, you know, like your heart starts writing some faster yes. and you start getting anxiety uh-huh. around. Like, uh-huh. I'm not doing enough. Look at them. They're doing more. Oh my God, they're better than me. Oh, I didn't get to that party. Like you said, so there's all these things that come up you're not just looking at imagery that's like layered with um emotion so it's not like the best place to hang out if you want to like boost your morale or make mm-hmm. yourself feel good um even when even if you're following only good feeds so i think that um you know making a even if you have to be on there saying okay i'm going to post and leave or i'm going to you know Have like maybe um, a group that I'm in where I only go and I comment on those pages and then I leave, you know, so that you're engaging with the people that you want to engage with. But but aside from that, like definitely in the evenings, I think creating some space around glow time, like I'm going to turn off the phone, put it away and then I'm going to go take a bath. I'm going to read a book, like you said, go to the gym like spend time with your husband your be kids with your, your friends husband. exactly be, be together in, in connection <laughs> be together yeah like connect like In real life, not like virtual life, but actual life. And
1: you know what, posting and running is real. I I realize I do that on Facebook. Me too. Facebook, those videos and the negativity and their algorithm and all that. I actually just post and
4: leave it. Me too. So when
1: people always say, I think you can like be on social media without being like an empath and like I I am and taking in everything. A
4: hundred percent. Yeah. Now,
0: going back to what, Charlie, when you said self-care, because now I'm getting to the point. Is self-care getting overused? That mm, phrase. That phrase. Because we don't know what me. it means. Yeah. I don't really know what that means. Because I think it's just a take a things. bath. Or sometimes, in my case, have a glass of wine. You know I what I mean? I think that's also
4: healthy. Or a bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Straw. Or a bottle. <laughs> I, mean, I love it. She's like, to be clear.
1: Right. You don't know me, Charlie.
4: <laughs> <laughs> don't judge me.
1: Don't judge me. No, but you know, I mean, what is what does that mean, Latham? Because... It is being misused, I think.
4: Yeah. So, well, self-care is really, um, I see it as a pathway to empowerment. I see it as um, an opportunity for us to return home to ourselves, Mm -hmm. to um, connect with every aspect, every corner and recessed and like every aspect of ourselves, like who we are. And you can only do that if you um, take the opportunity to slow down and actually see that you need something. So it's a constant assessment of what you need at any given moment. So sometimes that looks like uh, setting boundaries. Mm -hmm. So that might not just be, um, you know, okay, I'm going to take a bath now. But it might be that somebody asks you for uh, your help in a big project or something. And self-care in that moment would be assessing how that feels. Like, does this feel right? Like, that seems like a lot for me to take on. You know, the answer is no, right? So maybe, you know, putting... Um, boundaries in place so people know where they begin and where they end and what it is that you're capable of and what you won't stand for because really nobody's ever going to say to you like you know what you've been working so hard you need to take a break like nobody's going to say that. they're going to say ever she's amazing mm-hmm. at taking on so much especially at the last minute and they're going to dump stuff on you so you have to be the one to say yeah no right and so i think mm-hmm. that's an, uh, an important aspect of self-care too Aside from us making time to commune with ourselves, and so like a hot bath looks really—I mean, it's so easy to say, but when people actually do it, what happens is like your blood vessels expand, your your heart rate slows down, well, goes up and then goes back down, and you relax, and um, you're really primed for relaxation afterwards, right? So that's like easing us into like a night of peace, right? Especially if you don't turn back on your phone. So that's another thing, like you know what if i need more relaxation then that's a you know a bath is like the right answer if i need to kind of like wake myself up maybe you know going to like a spin class so mm-hmm. figuring out like kind of what you need on a moment to moment basis i think really is what self care is about but we have to remember like the legacy of what this comes from like it's not just about self care sundays and hashtagging and mm-hmm. you know showing like you're Enviable, you know, <laughs> bath Bathroom or whatever setup, right? right? But it's also about remembering that there's a legacy that um, that we've emerged from of people who were on the front lines fighting for equalities that had to pour back into themselves so that they could continue that work. Absolutely. And so this comes out of that. It's an extension of that. So we're very privileged to be able to experience it in a way that we do now. But it isn't something that's been co opted. That like we invented it. <laughs> You know, right. so, I mean, you can think about like the stories that we hear about Cleopatra with, you know, bath and uh, milk baths and like fanning and things like that. You know, um, we think about like queens adorning themselves and like taking their time and moving slowly. And, mm-hmm. you know, so there is a we come from this like legacy, you know, so it's it's. It's not something that we should feel like, oh, I have to wait till I'm broke down to go get a massage or whatever. But we should feel entitled to invest in ourselves in this way so that we can then pour into the work and to other people like we need to.
1: But what about when you're okay? So for me, Mm -hmm. I often feel like I'm I'm resting my body. Yes. but I can't seem to rest my mind or my emotions Mm -hmm. like uh, I'll go to the spa. Yeah. And then I'll catch myself on the table, like still going through some to do list or feeling a certain way about something someone said to me or something mm. I read. And I'm just, and I get angry with myself. Cause, mm. And then I sometimes feel I'm, I'm like incapable. I'm like, can I not relax? Can I not chill out? And can we, I mean, I'm just curious, how do we uh, relax our emotions and our minds? Yeah. Because the body part, that's easier yeah. to do. Right. But doesn't work without the other.
4: Right. So your emotions also are just like a, I mean, like, it's good to let them come to the surface. So if you're mm-hmm. on a massage table and stuff comes up, that's great. Okay, um, It's better than, like, trying to push that stuff down. It's better to let everything come to the surface because we're so conditioned also, you know, as, as women of color and black women to push everything down and subliminate our needs yes. so that we can take care of everyone else. And then that's, like, you know, the entry point for the rudiments of disease, you know, when we don't deal with our emotions and stuff. So allowing things to come to the surface during these moments of self-care is like a safe space for you to have that experience and it's also critical for us to also let that stuff go and move past it so if it keeps showing up it's an opportunity for you to you know you can journal you can um, talk to a therapist you can talk to a good friend you could go say oh this is still you know I want to find a solution for this let me go for a run like there's a lot of ways that we can use um, to clear our mind you can use meditation and I know for a lot of people are like oh my god that word but meditation doesn't have to look like you you know, sitting in a cross-legged position, you know, in a cave, right? right? You <laughs> right. can be like right. lying down flat and, you know, and breathing and just focusing on your breathing and letting the things come to the surface and yes. feeling into your body and what what's happening for you in that moment doesn't have to be like what we see in magazines. So I want people to know that this is this is like accessible to you in this moment like you don't have to go buy something or sign up for some 12 month course or you know you don't have to get a new outfit right. like this is stuff that we you can just it, do it you can just yeah. do it mm-hmm. right now right but i think that the you know our emotional body is um you know our our emotions basically govern our hormones so our emotions are it's really important for us to use that information as a a platform for understanding like what our internal landscape looks like. So if we feel sadness and we don't like allow ourselves to really go into that and move through the other side of it, then we're holding on to that as we move through every aspect of our lives and it touches everything else, right? right? So it mm-hmm. is important that if that thing is coming up for you like I wish I handled that differently or you know, why did they say that to me that way, that we let those things come to the surface and also keep in mind like you might feel differently at a different t- time of the month. Like you, if you're That's closer to your initial you talk cycle. talked about in the article, yeah. Right. That's very real. Yeah. yeah.
1: And you have to know
0: yourself. That's yeah. right. On those le- levels. Yeah. So our time with you is winding down. <sighs> but we have got to ask this yes. major question. Sage. I'm ready. Yes. All right. Sage. So I finally. <laughs> I love her. Sage. Sage. <laughs> no, because I, 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 we we I believe in it. We were just talking about it. Because I believe in it. We have questions. I did buy some, I guess, fresh sage and tried to burn it. And mm-hmm. that didn't work. Like it wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't dry burning. enough. Yes. <laughs> then I went to this fancy smancy store in, in uh, Fort Greene, bought some for $10. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And it was wrapped all pretty with this really nice yarn. But I went home to burn it. But then it's like almost caused a fire in my right. apartment. Really? Yeah, because I, I didn't know. It. First of all, walk me through it. Okay. And then what is the real meaning? How often do I do it? Do
4: I say a prayer while I'm doing it? Like, I need to know. Okay. The one on one. Yes, I yes. love it. Okay, great. This is awesome because in the book I have a whole little section on this. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so, so sage, saging or smudging um, traditionally has been seen as um, an opportunity to cleanse a space or to create, uh, to ward off energies that are unwanted. And um, it's, you know, and you don't have to use sage specifically. You can, there's other types of um uh woods or or resins that you can burn. Um, sage and Palo Santo happen to be like you know considered holy, and so um, I once got
0: some pine from pine New is Orleans. Great too. New Orleans, and they said it, that was what it was yes. for as well.
4: Yeah, so all every tradition really has like their um, purifying and cleansing um, holy, yeah, yeah, holy wood or, or or plant that they use, and so um, and so you can just take whatever you know, like you you know you like the scent best or whatever, but. Um, so when you light it, uh, I like to. Um, when you light it, you want to make sure that it smokes. You don't want to like the entire thing. So just like the tip, and then you can either shake it or kind of blow on it so that it's the embers kind of light and that you have sustained smoke. You, it's okay to, you know, let it kind of burn out and then relight it so that you don't have it that it's catching. Yeah. So that yeah, because you can't have like you can't walk around your house like the fire alarm catching would be stuff like... on fire exactly. Um, and also you want to maintain the, the amount of smoke in apartments in New York city. Yeah. yeah. So, um, because yeah, those sprinklers are real. So, um, then you can open all the windows right in the house because as you sage, you want to like clear the energy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Go ahead. Yeah. So open all the windows. Yeah.
4: Open all the windows and then you can go through all the corners and you let the smoke hit all the corners and, um, I love if you say a prayer or anything that comes up for you that you, you know, doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm going to say this particular thing, but like whatever comes up. And if you need to ask for some sort of clearance or I need clarity around this and I need or some people were in this house that I really need to like move that energy out, whatever it is, you just ask for that. And then um, another thing to remember is like my grandmother used to always say this to me that, um, you know, the the smoke is um, the. The medium that spirits can breathe in and so when we light something and then smoke comes it allows like you know you to invite in ancestors or guides or spirits that you want to bless your home to Um, so it's nice to to know that in the back of your mind too that as you're clearing out you're also inviting in the energy of protection right and so um yeah so so you can kind of like just waft it through the air. Or you could use a fan mm-hmm. to kind of waft the um, the sage. You can do it to yourself. Mm-hmm. I have a little exercise talking about doing it to your purse just to make sure mm-hmm. you can like bring more blessing. Okay, yes. Prosper- um, Prosperity. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think like, you know, finding good sources for it. Uh, it's really easy to get online and stuff. You don't have to get it for $10. <laughs> um, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But... Um, and also you can try like Palo Santo's a great, a great one that burns and that you won't find that it like catches fire as easy. Yeah. yeah. That's an easy one too.
1: And I feel like I'm now she's got me thinking about when I want to sage my home. Yes. Like you know if somebody brings that friend over that person over and you're like okay. Girl. Your energy was not. It was you not. Know, so you can push the energy you know. out That's that right. somebody brought into your home. Yeah. Or maybe for the holidays just to yes. open it up for to more open love. Up. That's and right. And giving mm-hmm. and wealth you know and prosperity and oh, I'm, I'm Now I'm like
4: okay. I'm doing it. I need it. to sage schedule and you don't have to be like oh i need to do this for this particular day because this is happening you can just be like you know i just you know it's saturday or it's sunday or you know today i just want to kind of just open up and we are in the fall and there's we're ushering in a new season and this is a great time to set an intention for how you want to move through the rest of this Mm -hmm. year and yeah and then do a little ritual and like sage the space and then say this is from this point forward, I'm inviting in this because after we sage, after we cleanse and purify, then we create a um, beautiful space and launch pad for what we want to bring back in. I love it. Yeah.
0: All right. We're going to have you back in. Come on back.
4: Then. I love it. But until then, <laughs> tell us the name of your new book. Own Your Glow, A Soulful Guide to Luminous Living and Crowning the Queen Within. Keep your crowns on, y'all. Get yours And where we can we eyes. get you your daily mantras? So every day I'm on Instagram for the most part at Glow Maven, G-L-O-W-M-A-V-E-N. And um, you can go to ownyourglowthebook.com. And there's a whole bunch of stuff on how to find me around the book stuff. And and then obviously at Mama Glow if people are on that baby journey and she's so
1: accessible you guys i just want to say that i yeah. love the way you interact with your with your fans and yeah. your supporters and the, the
4: community so we're thank we're you. the we the people okay <laughs> yeah you know <what> i'm saying <laughs> yeah we love you later. i love thank y'all. you thank, thank you thank you thank you what a blessing Thanks to our
1: guests, Aisha Curry and Latham Thomas. If you enjoyed these conversations, be sure to listen and subscribe to other great episodes of Yes Yes Girl, Girl, such as
2: our conversation live with Gabrielle Union, Nisi Nash, and Jussie Smollett. You can find these on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave a review while you're there. Thanks to the folks at Cadence 13 for their production
0: work and our music from Gold Standard Creative. We'll see you next week.
2: Bye-bye.
0: Oahu.